think you can step to the 1990-1991 UNLV Runnin' Rebels led by the only Jerry Tarkanian? Boy. You, uh, you really sound like a Dodger fan talking about 1988 right there. Yeah, or a Yankees fan talking about any of their 26 uh, World Series championships. 27, excuse you. Oh, sh- my bad. Would have been 28 if the Astros hadn't robbed us. <clears throat> we'll get to that later. Whatever. Again. Um. Anyway, yeah, so as my very boisterous and wonderful intro communicated, obviously San Diego State University Aztecs perfect season is no more. Done. Ended at the hands of the at the time it was either they were either fourteen and fourteen or fifteen and fifteen UNLV running rebels beautiful and I gotta say uh, the game ended in the like with some of the funnest looking plays ever on one of the last I believe it was like one of the last two rebels possessions it might have been the uh, third to last one uh, they had to inbound a uh, pass. And obviously, SDSD was putting on a full court press. The on inbounds defender turned around, and the guy inbounding the ball threw it off <laughs> of his back. Beautiful. And then, to save it, same dude, by the way, uh, going out of bounds, threw it off of a defender's leg as he was falling Excellent. out of bounds. It yeah. was amazing. You see, real nail biter if you're a true blue UNLV fan like me, which hurts my soul to say, but. Listen, I'm not a. Uh, I'm. The only time I'm a college basketball fan is in March. That's fair. And when SEU plays. Yeah. Um, Let's well, not talk about y- that. Yeah, no. Uh, we just came from the game and it was too... And, uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. No, the best I- thing about it is we were 50%. We were two out of four for catching audi- uh, items thrown into the audience. Yes. Sadly, neither of them were food. Yeah, that, that is... We'll be getting food after this podcast is done. Oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no. I honestly... I had no idea SDSU was even, like... I had no idea they were undefeated. I'm amazed because you go on Reddit fairly frequently, and yeah, uh, I, I've frequently run across front page posts about closest county to every undefeated basketball team, and the map is just San see, Diego. See, I, I think it was probably just that I saw it was college basketball and just kept scrolling. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but no, that was you know I didn't watch the game. I just saw. Yeah, you, get wrecked, SDSU. You're totally still gonna make it into the tournament, but like you got wrecked by the Rebels, who are probably not even gonna get an invite. Get rocked. Hey, you might go to the NIT. <clears throat> Sick. The not-in-tournament tournament. You'll, you'll, you'll probably meet USC there. Uh, fair enough. Yeah, no. That, that so- sounds like a pretty fun game. I didn't watch it. But, you know. It was fun at the end. I, I mean, stopped playing a Tasty Blues solo to watch it. So, wow. You know. Look at this guy. Yeah. yeah. Actually watching college basketball. Yeah. Hey, uh, speaking of spring sports, though. It's back. Oh, I'm back I, again. I miss baseball. The MLB is back. I missed it so much. Tell a friend, and they'll promptly respond, who cares? It, yeah. Basically. But it's okay, because I love baseball. Spring training's back. Uh, the Astros are getting booed mercilessly. They're getting hit. They're leading right. spring training in hit pitches, but only by, like, two. Yeah. So it's not like... But I think my the funniest... Uh, video of spring training was George Springer getting booed all the hell and you could see he was mad and on the first pitch he tried to absolutely crush a ball and just swung and miss and just fell to his knee it was the most beautiful thing I've ever well that and seeing uh, the midget getting plunked uh, was pretty good too 
It's weird because if you threw it at a regular baseball player, you would have hit him in the knees. Yeah, well, he's not a regular baseball player. You're right. He's a cheating scumbag. Well, <laughs> that too. But someone agrees. Yeah. Yeah. No. It. You know, spring or uh, the regular season is about about actually I think less than a month away officially. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah, less than a month away. Or, because opening day is uh, the 26th, at least for the teams I care about. Fair enough. But, uh, you know, looking forward to it. Mookie's look Mookie's looked really good. Uh, I actually saw a really awesome uh, video of, I guess Mookie was like done in like the fifth inning of a game, he, obviously, because he's not going to play the whole thing. Don't want to injure your star acquisition. Yeah. And so, uh, I guess he was done. He either was going, I forget what he was, I made the game was over, but... Uh, he went over to a little girl and just like gave, gave her his bat. You love to see yeah. that. And she was just so excited and just, <laughs> yeah, it, it was really sweet. That's how you make baseball fans for life. Exactly. Right but yeah, no, that was really cool. I'm really looking forward to this lineup. This lineup is kind of terrifying. It, they scare me. They're so they're so good. Yeah. Um, Dude, I'm excited to watch them miss on every single pitch in the last three innings of yeah, the probably. Uh, fifth game. Of... The difference is they now have Mookie Betts, who's actually like used to has like won something, so mm. he'll, he'll, maybe he'll teach them a couple things about with another team that was possibly cheating. Yeah, we'll see what comes out about that. Eh, you know. But yeah, now we we will see. Um, spring training is upon us. I I. Once again, the baseball season's way too long, and it's evident by a month-long spring training. Would you endorse reducing the number of games uh, in an MLB regular season? And uh, if so, by how much? Yes, and maybe like maybe like a hundred and five games. Yeah, that's about what I was thinking. I would have cut it by around. Like eighty or so. <laughs> like I would say, give give the teams like maybe two or th- like or well, I don't know, three or four extra off days a month. Yeah, I mean it would really help. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just you know maybe get you know be able to give them an off day after a really long road trip or that kind of thing. Um, I just it's just crazy to see like you know a team plays a game like. One, they have five games in five nights, or like seven games in seven yeah, that's, nights. Yeah, that's a little much. Especially when they're like, you know, I, you know, it might not be that far, but, you know, they're playing a game against the Giants in San Francisco, and then they're flying to Arizona and have a game the next night. Like, yeah. that's, that's brutal. I mean, obviously they can make it through. They have for the last, well, yeah. what, a hundred and something years? Yeah, I mean, obviously, but, you know, they have charter planes, but it's just... Jet lag doesn't discriminate. I mean... Yeah, it's true. So... Plus, like, you would make people care about the games a little more. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of getting to the casual observer, I swear I watched this game last night. Like... Right. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Rob Manfred, no one cares about, like, a lottery-style, like, playoff, like, selection, like... Oh, dude. (laughs) Being able to pick your opponent, (laughs) really? You know, I... I don't. Is that the latest rumor? or Is there a difference? I well, I mean that was that's not really a new rumor. I think I mean I think the latest rumor about the whole scheduling thing is, is there's no way in hell it's gonna pass. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. <laughs> no. So that's that's good, but yeah, it's a joke. 
Just do what normal teams do when they don't want to play somebody. Like, lose a game. Yeah. I... It's weird. I don't... Say it with your record. Good yeah. lord. Like, I absolutely love baseball. I hate... I hate the guy running it. It's a shame. But, oh well. Wait, you don't want your beloved sport to become a gimmick fest like your other beloved sport? Yep. Exactly. Hmm. Precisely. Interesting. Precisely that, actually. Okay, well... Let me inform you about something that was not a gimmick. You see, this week, the most important basketball game of the season happened. I mean, I think you mean the last decade. The last... How long has the NBA been around? 50 plus years. 50 plus years? Most important NBA game of the last 50 plus years. Okay. Zion Williamson versus LeBron James. One. And, you know, also the Pelicans and the no Lakers played basketball. Oh, sorry. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, sorry. LeBron James versus Zion Williamson for the first time one. for the next... Four years. Four years, probably. I would assume, unless yeah. LeBron... Does P- PEDs. Or just retires early or something. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, no. We're going to start... Uh, I think we should start scoring these the way they do, like, boxing matches. Oh, boy. Which is something I forgot to put on there. Oh, but, okay. uh, yeah. Uh, Braun took on Zion. I don't know if anybody caught this, but there was a uh, moment in the game that I totally made up where uh, Braun kind of passed the torch of transcendent talent onto Zion. Definitely happened. I don't know if anybody saw it. It meant something to me. Um, if you read any articles or listened to any sports podcasts, over the last six days, you'll know that Zion is a god. He is. And the way he played in that game is He is not a god. He is god. He's better than Anthony Davis. Who? Uh, Zion has proved that he can make a team better, and Anthony Davis hasn't. <laughs> Forgetting for a second that the Lakers are now, like, top of the West when they were missing the playoffs last year. At Colin but who Calvin. cares about that? Um, you know, uh, Zion, god king. Uh, took on Braun, who's now a pretender to the throne. Used to be sitting on it. Now he's a pretender. Used to. Uh, scores don't matter. Only narratives do. But for what it's worth, the Lakers won. By like 11, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it wasn't exactly indecisive. And LeBron had a 40-point game. Uh, yeah. Wait, other narrative. Whoa, LeBron had a 40-point game. He's the most transcendent player we've ever seen. He's better than MJ. No. Okay. He's well, not better than Kobe. <laughs> Definitely not anymore. Nope. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, that's really all I have to say about that. Everybody, make sure to uh, pray to your Lord King Zion once per day, like I do. Uh, make sure to write well, bullshit once. fluff piece articles once per day, like I would if I actually could read. <laughs> or write. Or write. Um, What's reading? <clears throat> it's one of the railroads you can buy in Monopoly. Cool. Um, yeah, and, uh, and now we cut to our live correspondent at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway, Michael Sweeney. Hello, Ian. Hello. Let's, let's not do that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't have the energy for that. <laughs> yeah, no, um, so this weekend I was, uh, at Las Vegas for the, uh, Pennzoil 400 presented by Jiffy Lube. Because it needs two sponsors? Exactly. Um, let me tell you. This race, 
so much more entertaining than the fir- than the first time I went to Vegas. So let me tell you that much. Well, I mean, I was at Vegas the first time you went. Yeah. It uh, and Harvick leads his hundred and forty third lap. Yeah, I'm thrilled. And then he, I've talked about this before, but I actually uh, did manage to fall asleep during that race. Yeah, no, this was a fantastic race. Um, it was looking like it was gonna be my worst fucking nightmare for a while. Yeah, because Truex was first and Chase Elliott was second. But uh, then you know, first you running see, in just, his favorite position, some might say. Mm, um, I mean, you know. But, yeah, no, f- first two stages, Ch- I think Chase won both of them. Um, Whoa, stage. Yeah, I know. It's- stage winner Chase Elliott? Mm-hmm. Chase won a stage, guys. Isn't he just the best? No. Just like his daddy, mm-hmm. who only won one NASCAR championship, but everybody liked him? Yeah. Um, no hate for Bill Elliott, by the nah, way. No, he seems seem like a pretty cool guy. Um, <laughs> I only have beef with his testicles. <laughs> I mean, fair. Uh, no, but first two stages ended... It was pretty calm, and then all hell broke loose in the third stage. First thing that happened was uh, Truex had a issue with. Uh, well, let me first back up. Harvick was really, 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 really good on the on the uh, short run. What? No way. But his long run speed was just it. It just lacked. I don't know what what it was, but it just lacked long run speed. And Ellie would kind of come, you know, he'd come to the front, um, and kind of they actually. I think Goodyear actually brought a damn good tire to the track because there was actually tire fall off. Is Goodyear actually allowed to change compounds between races? I think so. Interesting. Um, I, I don't follow the sport yeah. quite close enough to do yeah. that. But the, it seemed like they brought a great tire because there was actually fall off, which was great. Although I don't think they, I don't think they like lifted, but still. I mean, yeah, with this package, every speedway is a super speedway. Mm-hmm. And when they're all super speedways, none of them are. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, it was it was pretty good. Uh, and then Truex uh, had an issue on pit road where he had to come, he had to fix a lug nut because there was a loose wheel, which made me happy because that meant he was like a lap down or he, was, you know, he wasn't in first anymore. And then just the greatest possible thing happens, and he just he scrapes the wall his car's just not done but it's just not a race winning car anymore i mean you say that let's throw it back to the clash i'm not sure <laughs> what a race, race car looks like <laughs> okay. anymore. fair enough but the difference is this isn't daytona where like half the field or more than half the field is going to be damaged disappointing yeah that's the only reason i watch nascar <laughs> Yeah, no. Um, but then then Chase Elliott uh, blew a tire, and it was just like, they're both not, they don't have a chance to win. It was beautiful. For the second week in a row. I know, it's fantastic. <laughs> and they both drop out of contention. Yeah, and then, Ryan, and then Ryan Blaney is seemingly cruising with about 25, 30 to go. Nothing crazy going on. And then all of a sudden, it looks like Alex Bowman is catching him. And it looks Ugh. like and it looks like we're gonna have a you know we're gonna have actually a good race to see who wins and with about five to go Ross Chastain spins there's a caution thrown for some reason well not some reason it's to step another gimmicky overtime um, we gotta take it to <laughs> overtime exactly because you know what else goes to overtime game sevens and aren't those really hype when they go to overtime we should be doing that instead of what makes our sport cool and unique precisely 
It'd be great if we ever made it through a NASCAR segment without complaining about it, but <laughs> we're doing well. And then, well, no, yeah. you know. And then my salt shone yes. through, like yeah, the no. Dead Sea. And then you know, and then a caution comes out, and then now it's you know, do you stay out or do you pit? And boy, do I feel bad for Ryan Blaney because his crew chief told him to pit. Woof. And let me tell you who didn't pit. Daryl Wallace Jr., baby. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Man, this I was I was kind of like I mean I was a little disappointed they threw the caution because I don't think they needed a caution and it seemed like it was gonna be a decent finish. But no. Gotta take it to overtime. Gotta get baby. another one of those goddamn restarts. <laughs> That's the only thing good about this package. Um <laughs> And so Bubba started in seventh, I believe. He that's where he restarted, and I I forget who was in the on the front row, but it was guys who didn't take tires, obviously. And oh no, it was Logano. So Logano actually kind of pulled a dick move where he went all the way down to pit road, and as soon and right as the he was about to kick, go to the commitment cone, backed out one on the track. I mean, I think it's good racemanship. <laughs> I know it is. It is. Personally. But it's just, it was just funny. Cause yeah, no, sure. Boy, I hate Logano. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, But no, and then last two laps happen. It's just a clusterfuck. The restart was crazy. And all of a sudden, I see the, the 43 car is in fifth. And the white flag happens, and then there's just carnage, and the race ends. And I'm As like, is typical with this package. <laughs> And then I'm like, where the hell did Bubba finish? And at first it showed P5, and I was like, holy shit. Top five. Yeah, but then unfortunate. well, I mean. Not really. Fortunate, but... unfortunate, uh, Jimmy actually passed him for, for fifth, which, happy for Jimmy. I hope Jimmy has a great last year. But my man Bubba, with a great strategy call, he was hit, he was like P2020 all day. Sixth place finish is pretty damn good. And then gets a top ten. Dude. Seemingly I... out of nowhere. Like I was so happy exiting that exiting that speedway. It was just that shit's a win for that team, man. It's just, uh. and the fact that Bubba like he was in he was in like seventh for the restart and managed to gain a spot is incredible. It, yeah, really incredible considering RPM <laughs> is RPM. But uh, yeah, doesn't provide their driver with the best equipment <laughs> no. necessarily. Yeah, no, and then still love him though. Yeah, I feel bad for Blaney though because he went from first to eleventh. He finished eleventh. That is tough, dude. Yeah, it's it's rough, but you know what? It was a fun race. Got to see got to see Joey win, which I don't mind at all because he pisses people off, and I love it. NASCAR's rigged. The Pennzoil driver won the Pennzoil four hundred. Presented conspiracy. Oh, sorry. The <laughs> sorry the Pennzoil driver. Won the Pennzoil 400, presented by Jiffy Lube. NASCAR is clearly a conspiracy. Yes. Uh, they make sure that only people that I hate win. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was right. I'm pretty sure Harvick would have won the Bush Clash. Just saying. Big brain. Big brain time. Big brain. Yeah, no, it was it was fun. It was a great race. Um, ha- obviously, really happy with the outcome. Although, some interesting news that came out of... That makes me sad is that Brad and I might not be too happy at Penske, which I can't imagine I, why. Yeah, yeah I mm, can't imagine why. When is which? I, as much as I like Joey, God damn, he has done some stupid shit lately. 
Yeah, hasn't been the best teammate <laughs> no. recently. I mean, kinda... Brad's also been kind of getting screwed over by his organization. I mean, a crew chief change. Crew chief change when you're running good with somebody else. Yeah. I mean... Uh... Yeah, I, you know, I really like Brad. I mean, if Bubba never came into the Cup Series, Brad would still be my favorite driver, but, well, wow. Bubba's our king. Yes. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I feel for him. I hope he gets a win. And I, I don't want him to leave Penske because I really like Penske as an organization. But we'll see. I've heard, I've, I mean, I've seen people say that Brad might go to the 48 car, which... That would be kind of cool. It would be because a great team like Hendrick and, like, they might actually put resources into that car again. Unlikely. Well, okay. No. Why would we put any resources towards the 48 when we can just put more resources towards the 9? Fair. Come on. Fair. Although, not going to lie, if Brad gets kicked out of the 2 car next year, I wouldn't be shocked. Well, he's a free agent next year. I wouldn't be shocked if Brad's just like, I'm sick of this package. I'm out. I mean, he's had a good career. I can I mean, see him won a championship. Tired, but like, I mean, kind of like the NBA Hall of Fame. Most people get in the NASCAR Hall of Fame if you've had a good career. Yeah, if you've had a good career and weren't generally despised. Well, I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. I mean, Kyle Busch is despised, but he's one of the best drivers I've ever seen. So, Well, you know, when you don't leave it in doubt, yeah. like, <laughs> they don't really have any choice. <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah. Um. <laughs> not... So forget all the Vegas stuff. Yeah. Not even relevant. Yeah. No. NASCAR might be re- be uh, rumored to return to Wilkesboro. <laughs> the greatest track to ever live. The greatest track to ever be run upon. Uh, it is rumored that NASCAR is interested in returning to North Wilkesboro Motor Speedway, or as true passionate fans of the sport call it, North Wilkesboro Motor <laughs> Speedway. Now um, listen. I meme on Wilkesboro a lot, but if they were actually returned there, I would be hype as hell. That'd be cool. Man, no, because that just is run a, there once a year. That is a amazing racetrack. If they can get get it re- redone, that'd be awesome. I, I'm all for. It. I'm just I'm not gonna. I'm not ready for. It would it. be bold of NASCAR to actually make a good decision. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just not looking forward to the uh, R slash Wilkesboro circle jerk. <laughs> Which, which can also be found at r slash nascar yeah i mean it's already bad enough that you see you see something about north wilkesboro at least once every other day it's just yeah it's, it's annoying but it's, i i understand the excitement but like hey you're saying the same thing as like five other people shut up yeah but that's what's popular yeah, if I this mean, podcast ever gains any traction it's because people would sympathize with our horrible 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 opinions that or they know us personally, which is about the only two reasons <laughs> I can think of. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone else? I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, oh, God. So we finished our rant, our weekly rant. Um, no, I, I mean. And now we're going to get started on a brand new rant that I actually didn't see coming. Um, obviously, we have preserved the podcast curse. It just takes some time. Yep. Because the man sitting across from me in a rather conspicuous t-shirt has something that he would like to get off of his chest the miami heat give me depression it's okay this is a safe space please talk about it discuss i don't want show me on the hoop where they hurt you i don't want it 
Anyway. I know exactly where they on the hoop they hurt you. It's coming off the hoop where they hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, no. Um Yeah, I really thought this uh tray with Jay Crowder, Andre Iguodala, and uh Solomon Hill would really help the heat. The problem is you're about three years behind schedule. <laughs> yes. But uh in the past nine games since this trade happened, the Miami Heat are two and seven. Ugh. With losses to the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves and the Cleveland Cavaliers, where they had a 10-plus point lead going into the fourth quarter. Uh, Against Cleveland, they had a 21-point lead going into the fourth quarter. Yikes. Now, a lot of this skit is that Jimmy Butler's been absent for... There there has been some organizational reasons. unrest, to be sure. I don't know why Jimmy's out, and not going to lie, it's kind of scaring me. I don't know why he's... like. I mean, listen, it's if it's going to have family stuff, obviously go deal with that, but... I hope he's not unhappy here because that that that'd be terrifying. Um, but I feel like if he was unhappy, you, we would know already. That's a good point, actually. You know, yeah. y'all need me. He would, yeah, mm, he, yeah. He'd, he'd scrimmage with like UD and beat the first teamers. Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, I. There's just you know they start out so. I mean, listen, Tyler Hero is the Miami Heat's best clutch shooter. Yeah. And he's a rookie. Yeah. And he's been out for two plus weeks. It hurts. Yeah. I mean, once he's back, that's going to help a lot. But it's just contending teams don't lose these kind of games. Right. So I've, I'm I'm kind of, I'm perfectly fine with the fact that this is a, a playoff team that might win a first round series and then get bounced in the second by like Milwaukee or Boston. Which is what I've been saying this whole time. Which, I mean, I never said they were, they were title contenders. I no so not yet no no they need someone other than Jimmy, which or they need people to develop more right. I just you know they're just they're in they're in a bad spot right now, but I think that things will even out eventually and they'll they'll be a solid team, but they won't you know they won't be the team that they were at the beginning and they won't be this god awful team that they are right now. Hopefully, but Tyler, please God, come back. <laughs> Please, dear God, come back. Would you say that you're holding on for a hero till the end of the season? I am. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Thank um, you for that. So, I mean, interesting that you point out that the Heat are suffering without their star. Can you imagine that the heartbreak that the Pelicans have gone through recently? Oh, man. Like, I know, it, I know it's awful for you, but, like, they've been without the best player in the known universe man. and unknown. Um for like ha- uh, a third of a season about. They've been desperate for the Zion. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to lead us back to Zion. Obviously. Yes. Um, so I mentioned this earlier. Uh, it was an exciting Saturday night for me. that We've preserved the podcast covers because not only are the Heat trash, um, and we do support the Heat on this podcast, but if you remember last week, I said I felt like we overpaid for Martinez. The Knights did. Mm. Dude scores. First goal. First game as a Knight. Like, how can I be this wrong all the time? I'm stuck in my betting history. I mean, yeah. Okay, fair enough. But, uh, um, so yeah, that happened. Uh, and then the Knights beat the Panthers, which, good. I mean, they should. I, you know. Uh, you, it was a good game there. The, you are the Panthers' father, so. Uh, I mean, the Panthers are technically the Knights' father, 
just their bitter, less successful father who's Correct. jealous of their younger, smarter, better looking, uh, Correct. more successful, younger son. Correct. Yes. Um, well, I'd hope he'd be a younger son. <laughs> you would think, right? Mm. Um, but yeah, so the Knights have been good the last couple of games. Uh, and they were playing on Saturday and kind of distracted me from a thing that I spent the back quarter, fifth, sixth of the podcast hyping up, yeah. which was the Wilder Fury fight. Deontay Wilder is a fucking moron. Well, tell me I'm wrong. The, certainly not the best decision. Uh, if you didn't watch the fight, obviously based on that comment, you can infer that the Gypsy King, Tyson Fury, is the. New reigning heavyweight of however many different fucking organizations compete at any given time in a boxing match because, because boxing. it's like eight or nine. <laughs> Only? Wow. That's I a little, think. That's a little low for them. I don't know. Who knows? But yeah, so uh, Tyson Fury worked uh, Delonte no, Wilder. Uh, His lip was just. For like seven rounds. And I mean. There was no doubt about it this time. There was no. a little contention the last time because a lot of people felt like Fury was kind of, you know, done dirty in the favor of a sequel, which it's boxing. Well, deep, Are yeah. you that surprised? It, yeah. Um, but yeah, so he uh, he worked over Wilder for a majority of the time. Uh, eventually, uh, Wilder's corner threw in the towel. Uh, which, I mean, credit to Wilder, he said, you guys should have let me go out on my shield, which is possibly the coldest way to recover from a loss that I've ever heard yeah. of. You should have let him lay me out. Yeah. Whew. And to be fair, Tyson Fury, after the fight, said he'll be champ again, which I could see. Wilder is one of the most prolific knockout artists in the history of boxing. But uh, this one was also big. It was a yeah. big fight. Um. But, yeah, Wilder came up short. And as I'm sure my uh, co-host will explain here, there might be a really good and also really dumb reason for that. So, obviously, February is Black History Month. And so, for Black History Month, Deontay Wilder came out in a, uh, in a costume for his entrance that weighed about 40 pounds. And he said after the fight, or a couple of days after the fight, that he had no energy after, after like the first couple rounds because his legs were dead because he was carrying because he was carrying all that weight from the costume but also to me that kind of begs a sort of weird question mm-hmm. how long did he have it on before he walked that's in that's a good point because i find it weird that a dude who's literally at a more or less his peak physical peak, condition yeah. that is peak male performance pretty much would gas out <laughs> carrying 40 i can carry 40 pounds for like three or four minutes and also if you're like his promoter or like his trainer like whoever if he's if he he, no first of all if he's in the dressing room like walking around with a thing even if he was just in his shorts why aren't you why aren't you telling him to get off your feet yeah and like you're gonna be going for 12 rounds get off your damn feet ideally yeah like this is mind-boggling. Like, if he was... Like, I, I guess I heard that he was like, going around the... M- or where was the fight? Uh, I'm guessing it was the MGM Grand because it was a big boxing match. You would assume, right? I but honestly then he, like, no went, like, all around the MGM Grand and... Like, this is just idiotic. It doesn't... Like, it doesn't Wasn't Fury carried in? 
Yes, he was carried <laughs> in on a throne. Yeah, which exactly. he then which... took a seat in after TKOing Wilder. King. Which, I mean, yeah, that's literally, literally king literally. shit. Yeah. Like, that is how you make an entrance. Have people carry you in. Which, I gotta say, is a lot better than the entrance for Wilder Fury 1, where he walked out to Roar by Katy Perry. Yeah. Not great. Not great. Not great. This was a... Much better. Came off as a little bit tougher. Especially yeah. when he is sitting in the throne at the end of the fight. Mm-hmm. You know. And wasn't it Fury who licked Wilder's blood? Yes. He did vampire him <laughs> in the middle of the... He, or Bruce lead him, whatever yeah. you want to call it. King. He was giving him... I will I will be the first to come out and say this. Uh, Fury was giving Wilder some tongue during the match. <laughs> ah, that's hot. Yeah, no, it was, I didn't see the fight, but I, I saw Twitter's reaction, and I was following on Twitter, and good lord. I mean, it's surprising that it didn't go the distance, but... I mean, it... The thing I is, mean, if you, I can understand it. Having watched Fury fight a little bit, mm-hmm. like, he's tough to keep up with. Yeah. Like, the dude has all of the size in the world. Yeah. And, like, if you stop reading his, like, upright seizure-type boxing <laughs> style, the book's gonna punch you in the mouth, Oh, dude. yeah. Like... No, it... The... I, there better be... I mean, well, they, I think Wilder's already announced he's gonna use his rele- uh, rematch clause, so there will be a third match. Yeah, of course. Because boxing. I mean, this is... Boxing and wrestling follow the exact same thing. Yeah. One guy wins the first one, the yeah. other guy wins the second one, and then the real winner is whoever wins the third one. <laughs> the only real difference between uh, boxing and wrestling is that, like, it's... It's not necessarily predetermined well, in boxing. <laughs> well, no. In boxing, it's predetermined there's going to be three fights. and there, It's, it's a, just the winner of like, those listen, is the question. It's, it's predetermined that, what, that each one is going to win once. It's not predetermined which who's going to win which one. Well, there is an exception to that. But uh, yeah, I don't like yeah. talking about Floyd Mayweather or Manny Pacquiao. Well, he, listen, I much prefer Floyd. Um, but, yeah, that was... That was, yeah, that wasn't a great fight. <laughs> no. It would have been a great fight five years yeah, ago. Exactly. Right? You know. And they both made like a hundred plus million on it. So. Unreal. Yeah, no. I, yeah. That was, that was a fight I enjoyed just because I, you know, as a, as a, as a younger lad, I really like Floyd and my, I mean, I still, I prefer, I still prefer him to Manny Pacquiao, but. I, I was always a Pacquiao guy, largely I was, because I had. Filipino friends oh, and yeah. a wonderful Filipino neighbor okay. who's been nothing but sweet to me for oh, all of my 20 years on this earth. Fair. And obviously he's a huge Pacquiao no fan. Um, but yeah. No, I've, it, I mean, I would, I would say for a while that I, I just, if there was a fight, like a boxer that I like, I would consider my favorite, it would have been Floyd, but, eh. but like there's also it's boxing so i don't know dude i'm a filthy casual when it comes to boxing exactly. my favorite boxer was muhammad ali and <laughs> yeah. i wasn't alive for a single of his fights nah mike tyson baby ah that's funny. <laughs> no yeah no i i would still say that floyd would probably be considered to be like my favorite boxer like i mean i, th- I still think he's a kind of an iffy person uh well i mean he's an athlete yeah, people are the, willing to overlook a lot yeah, of shit yeah. if you can 
Yeah. If you're good at what you do, people Besides, will overlook. I have to start liking Mayweather now because he's about to get a uh, NASCAR team. Maybe, maybe. Which, eh. if if there if there is a number fifty money team, uh, like I don't know Mustang, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be cool. That would be. Would you be upset if it was a fifty uh, Toyota? <laughs> no, because I'm not from the South. Wouldn't be triggered Toyota, by the Toyota put a shitload of money in NASCAR and helps and helps them like survive. No, I would not be mad. <laughs> but they're cheating. No, they're not. Maybe so. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Um, as far as stuff that we didn't directly participate in, uh, I'm good. I don't know yeah. about you. Yeah, no. That's... Is there anything else you wanted to talk about this week? That about covers it. All right. Well, I mean, for my, for I mean, I have to, I have to say my weekly, my weekly phrase. Fuck the Astros. All right, now I'm done. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we kind of touched on that yeah. earlier. Yeah. Obviously, they're as we mentioned, they're leading spring training in hit pitches. God bless. Um. So, uh, different ball and stick sport. Uh, uh. we played golf. Yesterday, for the first time in for the first months. time, the the snow melted enough that we were able to hit our local course. I still hit a ball in the snow. We played best ball, thank God, because I was best ball probably three times in the entire nine. I was that we managed to play. My irons were so bad it was actually kind of funny. I mean, yeah, but we got to talk about the real elite part of the game. So uh, I was recently loaned a putter from oh, yes, the s- 1950 probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's basically just a bar of brass at the end of a stick. Yeah, and, no, uh, that is what it is. There's no aiming line. No, there is. There is. Oh, really? There's aiming lines on the top. Oh, really? You have to look for them because they're very faded. <laughs> um, but uh, what I will say about this club. Uh, I know we don't really talk about us playing sports very much. Because, yeah. Because why would anybody want to hear that? Yeah, but uh, I um, I don't do, like, short wedge shots onto the green. If it's within about 20 feet of the green, I'll bust out that putter and oh, just yeah. smack it across the rough and on. And I had probably two shots that I took. One of them was on, a, on six, I think. I was on the opposite end off the green and hit it within about a foot mm-hmm. um so what i'm trying to say is i'm the best distance putter that the world has ever seen oh i agree uh no question it's like if you've seen that video of michael phelps hitting that 57 yard putt at a pro-am that's what my game looks like yeah as long as there's not a bunker between me and the green mm-hmm. i'll try that every time yeah i believe I believe as a as a group uh, playing basketball, I believe we shot forty one, which is my best round period <laughs> to date. I suck at golf, but I love it so much. Yeah, I f- I mean, and I also hate golf, and it's the worst sport yeah. ever invented. Exactly, both are true. Um, <laughs> both of these things are let true. Let's take a look at. Uh, oh yeah, right. So the last. <laughs> The last run of golf I played was January 4th before this. Oh. That was with uh, my, my good friend Paul. And let's see. What did I shoot on? Let's see. We we somehow were better on that back nine. That makes literally no sense. That's concerning because I know exactly what happened during that round. <laughs> no, that's not even remotely true. I think 
in was oh i think it meant like going out was okay then no that makes more sense no so the front nine i believe is what we call out right yeah okay yeah no i was much we were much we were five strokes better on the on the uh in on the, I on the back i can't nine. imagine <laughs> reasons reasons yeah no so we shot a 41 which plus it's all five. right it's pretty all right take it we uh we shot our we got let's see one two three four five five pars and then we had three bogeys and then a, a double which that one that one hurt yeah but, that double bogey was oof but yeah yeah that no. was bad on the uh on the last oh my god what i'm s- i'm so glad that we had a really great round the first nine because uh so the front nine when i play with my buddy we went par bogey par par bogey par birdie par uh double bogey okay and then the back nine was par bogey 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 double bogey bogey wow that sounds like an incredible round of golf if i was playing by myself oh facts (laughs) yeah no 39 on the front 44 on the back and then we shot a 41 on r9 which was i love to see that i love best ball it's great Best ball is great because I suck at long, I'm decent at mid, and I'm god tier on approach shots. Oh. The trick is you just don't use your wedge. You putt. You putt. Exactly. From 45 feet out. And it works. And it works. Somehow. You just gotta have the touch. You gotta have the sauce. Not when you're close. When you're way away. What is, what is touch when you're close? Something that people who make millions of dollars for if you had the touch that you had like forty five feet away from the hole that you do on the green, you would be an elite putter. I I would be ready for the tour. You would do that. (laughs) You would, you would two putt like eighty percent of the time. Yeah, which would be great for my game. Unfortunately, I can't hit a ball off the tee in bounds (laughs) unless the stars align correctly. (laughs) Yeah. Uh. Yeah, my putting wasn't horrific yesterday. I just. And my, dri- my driving was honestly pretty solid. Just my irons were just, I'm going to be going this weekend because I'll be alone. So I can spend two hours at the range each day. Crying? Well, I mean, amongst other things. Yeah, fair. Fair. You know. Uh, yeah, so that was our lovely sporting story <laughs> for the week. Um, aside from... You know, Michael being depressed by the heat, me being proved wrong by the Knights for like, I'll be nice and say the second time this season, because I thought they were going to slide hard after Pete DeBoer took over, but he's doing good enough. Knights are still on top of their division as, I mean, far as the last time I checked, so, which I mean, was, I think, yesterday. Um, Let's take a look. I mean, I don't know how, I mean, it's not an elite division, but it's, you know. Uh, are you kidding me? The Ducks are in it. How could it be elite? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Vegas is up by four points. Wow. Yeah. The second and third team in the division are the Canucks and Oilers. You want to talk about the Oilers for a second? Sure, why not? Just as they relate to this picture. Mm-hmm. This very limited uh, <laughs> bachelor pad picture. Yeah. Where they, uh, 
almost shit the bed against the Anaheim Ducks. I mean, they lost. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> they lost the Ducks. Like I, yeah, it was one of the prime, pr- just great joys of my life as a sports fan is watching the Ducks beat the Oilers. It's just, I love those <laughs> Oilers fans who are then talking shit about the Ducks. Oh my god! Less than forty-five minutes after getting slapped by, are they the worst team in the Pacific? Oh, probably. Um. Division, Western Conference. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, actually. Who's worse? The Sharks and the Kings. The Knights <laughs> stay winning, baby. <laughs> Our two main rivals are in the basement. Where they belong. <laughs> and our two, our two main rivals are below us. Yeah. Which isn't great for us, draft-wise, but it's funny that we can laugh in their face that you're worse than us. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, no. The Ducks are... They need to get real lucky in this in this lottery. What do you get when you cross a crybaby winger with an old and decrepit team? The Sharks? You get what you fucking deserve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Ducks are not very good this year at all. They're, like, top seven worst... They're, like, bottom seven teams in the league. Which yeah. It's a, it's a rebuilding phase... It sucks. On the bright side, tickets are cheap or cheap. I can't talk. Tickets are cheap. Tickets are cheap. <laughs> not in Vegas. No, tickets will not be cheap in Vegas until they don't make the playoffs. Correct. And then they'll probably be really cheap yeah. because that's how Vegas sports is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I. It was great. It was great. It was great seeing the Oilers uh, subreddit still salty over the playoff series, <laughs> which, you know. <laughs> It's funny to me because what they're most mad about was I think game it was game five in a playoff series, where with about like I think it was two and a half minutes left in the game, Anaheim was down by three. Yeah, or no, it was either they were down by three with like two or three minutes left, something like that, and Anaheim scored one, quickly scored another, and then with about fifty seconds left. Uh, they scored a goal where Ryan Kessler, it was pretty debatable whether he interfered with, I think it was Talbot at the time, um, yeah. with the, whether they interfered with him or not, and they called it, they still called it a good, a good goal. And it's kind of the same thing with like the Vegas Sharks series last year where it's like, hey, that might have been a borderline call, but you don't allow three goals in two minutes. Right, yeah. Like, and you know, I, w- I went on the other subreddit just to lurk and just laugh and... And be a basement troll like we are. Exactly. And all, most of the things I got... I mean, I didn't comment, obviously, because I'm not... I don't want to get berated. And uh, all I got was just... All I saw was just, fuck the ducks. Fuck the ducks. That's about <laughs> it. I'm like, hey, listen... We're salty because we can't beat a bottom three team. <laughs> yeah. And then and then I saw things about how uh, Edmonton, Edmonton was going to bounce back against Vegas and well. And, How'd that go? And, uh, that that didn't go especially well. Oops. Their bounce get back game was more like a bounced off game. So uh, yeah, Knights stay winning. Yep. Love to see that. Um, I think that's all I got for this week. Yeah, that's about it. Little shorter podcast. Um, Thank you all for joining us, as usual. We love you who listen to us. Whoever you are who listen, 
We appreciate you. I appreciate you. You're probably all either related to me by <laughs> yeah. blood or bound to support me for some reason or another. Exactly. I love you all. Yes. Thanks for joining us. Hopefully we'll see you again next week. Yep. Have a good one, guys. Have a good one.